Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104 o'clock this evening so that is on the way uh, keep your messages coming in as well we'll get back to this shortly if we can and uh, the worst excuses you've heard people for not complying with the covid rules regulations and restrictions whether it's the annoying influences you've heard trying to justify themselves going to dubai maybe it was the people saying oh i'm getting my teeth done in tenerife on a beautiful beach that's it you know not a good idea. <laughs> Not a, or it's the excuse of I'm going to a rave on Paddy's Day in Dublin. There was a secret rave being announced that is apparently taking place for 20 quid. Let us know. 0876797104. On the way next, Poker Face. Our guest comes on. They tell you three things about themselves and it's just to see whether or not you're any use at separating fact from fiction. One of the stories, one of the three stories is not true. Our guest will be on from our new music group Four Nights Dublin based uh, just released some brand new music as well Tommy Buckley is the gentleman's name he'll be joining us via Zoom to play Poker Face that's next You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 Still to come on the show Control Alt Delete a little bit later on there may be a scientific cure for your hangover Now not that we'd need that Cormac Sorry of course some irresponsible people may benefit from that but as we all know abstinence is the best cure it is yeah giving yourself up to Jesus and God and never drinking ever again that is the only way to cure your hangover listen that is on the way and control it to leave at about 11 o'clock right now though Alright, so this is a simple test to see are you able to separate fact from fiction? Do you know a lie when you hear one? Are you good at are you a good judge of character and able to tell when someone is spoofing to your or spoofing to you or not? Uh, we bring on a guest, they tell you three simple things about themselves, but one of the stories is not true. Joining us now this evening, Dublin based music group uh, music act Four Nights. Uh, they've just released some brand new music, got several hundred thousand streams on Spotify, over a million views on TikTok. Very exciting time, very exciting year for them. Delighted to have them joining us tonight on the show. Are we allowed to call you Tommy or do we have to call you now for? (laughs) Call me Tommy, please. Grand job. job. Hi, Tommy. Tommy. How are you doing, sir? How are we getting on? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on with us. Um, I always find it fascinating when, you know, during lockdown, people, some people are really productive and write amazing music and others just sit down on the couch and eat chocolate. Yeah. Uh, I did a bit of that as well. <laughs> mm, how have you been finding the old uh, lockdown anyway? Apart from obviously keeping yourself busy with the music, uh, there's really nothing else to do, is there? Walks. Walks and coffee and eating and that's about it. Literally, yeah. Walks, 
coffee. Um, I mean, a lot of Netflix, a lot of uh, PlayStation. So nice, you know. <laughs> Nice, nice. Just nice. Uh, anything to keep the, the you know passing pa- passing the time. Yeah, I suppose. yeah. Now, Tommy, if you're looking for a, an excellent movie, I mentioned this uh, on the show before, but uh, Zombievers. I don't know if you've seen it. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Cormac, why are you going on about this film? It's probably the worst film on Netflix at the moment. Do not waste your time, Tommy. Listen, if you like really, really bad movies, Tommy, this is the best bad movie I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Zombievers. It's zombie beavers. On it, you'll just, okay. you'll just <laughs> oh god add, doesn't add. sound great from the title now no. it's not I'm telling you now and I, I never claimed it was good uh, a good movie <laughs> but it's an a, a, anyway an enjoyable watch uh, but listen you know what the crack is right we've brought you on to see if you're any good at fooling myself Saoirse and everyone listening tonight yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous about this I don't know why I've, this is the most nervous I've ever been about an interview or one of these things so Oh, it's, do you know why? Oh, it's because it's serious. you know we usually and we will get to your music in a little while, and we ask about personal things to do with the music. Like, is it based on someone? You know, the relationship yeah, that just broke up. Someone. Just because I'm nosy, I want to know these things. But when it comes to Poker Face, it's personal stories about. Well, it can be about absolutely anything that yeah. usually people haven't told before. Yeah. So open up yeah. to us, Tommy. What have you yeah. got? You got to be vulnerable, right? So again, if, if you just if you just tuned in, right? Tommy is going to come on and he'll tell us three things about himself now in a second. It's your job to just try by listening to him, just to try and figure out which one of the things is not true that he is, he, which one thing he has made up to see. And let us know and drops on a WhatsApp message one two or three to oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, right? And we'll see if we can uh, figure it out as well alongside Richard. But listen, um, Tommy, are you good to go? Do you have the first story lined up for us there? I do, I do. Um, I was kind of thinking about this before I, uh, before we did, went on air, and I was like, I'm going to go with theme. Mm. So my theme is injuries. Oh, nice. So basically, this is story number one. Um, when I was eight, uh, my neighbor had this dog that I was obsessed with. Um, the dog's name was Podge. And Podge had a reputation at the time for kind of biting and nipping people. Yeah. You know, he was a bit cheeky. And at this time, he was already on tender hooks. So one day, eight-year-old me is uh, having a little bit of a play with this dog. And I get a little bit too close to his face. And uh, Podge jumps and bites onto my cheek slash like I I can actually see into the dog's mouth. I jump up. The dog is hanging off my face. I'm going berserk, obviously. And uh, anyway, long story short, the dog fell off. My whole face was scarred. And my first Holy Communion was the week after. And uh, I had scars all over my face from my first Holy Communion. And uh, and insult to injury, the dog ended up being put down. And I ended up getting the blame for it. Oh, my God. What a terrible story to start with. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So you're injured, scared, emotionally traumatized. And you killed the dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy. And you're only, what, eight years old, nine years old? When did you do your first communion? Yeah, eight, yeah. Eight, yeah. Eight in second, eight, second yeah. class. You're eight in second class? Mm. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's horrific. Although, in fairness, I am all for, you know, if a dog attacks a child or a Put dog attacks anyone. Put down. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%. No, but the dog needs bring, to be put down. Bring End the, the story. child down to the vet and go, we can't have this kid around. It's too biteable. It's too biteable. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's the first story. Was Podge, uh, is he a dog murderer by default, getting his own face mauled by Podge back in the day? Um, okay. Uh, what's the second story? Uh, second story, uh, I'm, go- I'm going in order of age as well. Um, is when I was 10, I 
became obsessed with the idea of having a treehouse. I don't know, was it the Simpsons, like, kind of spurred this interest? Yeah. You know, the Simpsons seem to have this unbelievable treehouse at the back of their house. And I kind of got obsessed with it one summer. And I was like, um, I, I wonder would my parents surprise me with a treehouse for my birthday because I've been dropping hints. And uh, anyway, my birthday was rolling around. It was July, middle of the summer. And uh, I see this bunch of bricks piled up beside the house. And I'm like, this is it. They're building a treehouse. I don't know why I thought they'd be building a treehouse out of bricks, but, you know, I, I was a child. So anyway, I stupidly hopped up on this uh, bunch of bricks, which was not stable, and fell off the bricks and caught the back of my, um, my what would you say, the back of my calf, my leg on the corner of the bricks and ended up ripping open the back of my calf and had to be rushed to hospital to get stitches. Ouch. That nearly, sounds painful. Nearly as bad as my foam roller injury yeah. that I suffered with today. <laughs> we won't get into that. Yeah. Have you ever used a foam yeah, roller? Was, it was incredibly painful. I'll tell you that. Tommy, have you ever used a foam roller before? I have. Yes. Right, was that injury, like is foam rolling worse than that injury? Um. No, that's a no. It, no. Not really, no. No, yeah, I don't really enough. notice it. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Okay. You're going to end up saying childbirth is worse now as well. No, easier. Uh, childbirth is technically easier than foam rolling. That, that's listen. what I meant. <laughs> yeah, you're going to compare that and say, you know, women Open that are going surgery, through that. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'd nearly say that, you know, foam rolling might be worse than getting a kick in the nads, but oh, just, let's not go there. Uh, all right, the first story is about the dog Podge getting put down when you're eight the week before your Holy Communion ripping your face off. The second one, tearing your leg open... Um, you know, off a pile of bricks that you were hoping for was going to become a uh, treehouse, but unfortunately didn't. A treehouse, which was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be a strong tree. A fairly well-enforced treehouse, <laughs> if you think about it, but a very strong, yeah, big tree Yeah, but you think as need. a child, okay, a house in a tree, so obviously it's going to be made of bricks. Yeah, fair enough. You know, the innocence of a 10-year-old's mind at play there. Dialogic. Yeah, works out pretty good. Listen, third and final yeah. story is... Third and final story is actually quite short, um, and it's as I, I had them in chronological order. This happened when I was 16, and I'd gotten to the age where I was going to underage discos, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but like this one was particularly, you know, rough, rough around the ages, and uh, people from uh, from the countryside, lots of you know different towns came to this um, disco, and at the very end of a night, randomly. I got sucker punched. That's all I can say. Like I did, I didn't antagonize anybody. Just randomly was punched in the nose, very hard, uh, really, really sore actually, and that was grand. It was sore for a while, and about ten years later, uh, I was experiencing uh, loss of smell and uh, loss of taste, and went to the doctor or an ENT, and the ENT told me that uh, the lining of my nose had been uh, messed up because of a punch and uh, these things called polyps had developed oh, yeah. and basically are the reason that uh, I can't smell or taste currently. Wow. And it's not COVID related. Yeah, that was going to be the second question. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. glad we're doing this over Zoom now because if you can't smell or taste, there's other issues going on apart from a punch <laughs> at a teenage disco. So hang on, are you, have I you never been... COVID. Have you never been able to taste then for your adult life? Uh, no, from like, uh, oh, like in the last three years. So it was slowly, I was like slowly Developing the polyps, polyps or whatever they are. Wow. Okay. I, I want to believe that that story is, is a lie because if you can't taste and smell things. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Um, so they're all very good. I like them. They're all very convincing stories. Um, 
The first one is about the dog when you were eight biting your face and the dog had to get put down. Very, very sad. Second story is about the uh, treehouse. The fascination with treehouses, climbing up on a big stack of bricks and then falling off and tearing your calf off. And the third one, the punch in the face at the underage disco, ruining your smell many, many years later. And still to this day, like we've, I, I got a chair to the back of the head at a teenage disco unprovoked before. Just carnage. Sometimes they just kick off and they're absolute insane. And I remember the DJ got his head kicked off by like a 15-year-old. It just... Yeah, no, I I was at them. Yeah, yeah. just absolute, absolute insanity. Um, okay, Saoirse, what are you going with? The first, second or third? This is a tough one. I'm going to go with the third one just because would it happen 10 years later where you can't suddenly smell taste? I don't know. Maybe I'm no expert. I'm no doctor. I'm no ENT surgeon. So I don't yeah. know. But I'm going to say that number three is the lie. What are you going? I'm going to go with number one, the dog. You don't Killing the, the dog. Put down because um, he bit his face. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, mm. uh, one, two, or three. Tommy, give us them there quickly again. Will you a quick recap? Yeah, basically, first one. When I was eight, got obsessed with a dog. Dog bit my face. I had a scarred face from my Holy Communion, and the dog was put down. Story number two. Got obsessed with uh, tree houses. Uh, when I was 10, uh, convinced myself that my parents were going to get me a treehouse for my 11th birthday, saw a pile of bricks by the house, jumped on top of the said pile of bricks and cut the back of my leg badly and I had to get stitches. And story number three, when I was 16, I got sucker punched at a disco and basically 10 years later, that caused me to lose my spell and taste. <sighs> okay, I'm going to stick with one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with three. Right, now, okay. they're all very believable. I'm just jumping at anything here. Yeah, dogs being put down, falling off bricks as a young lad and getting punched in the face. All very believable from an Irish background growing up in this. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. This is the uh, time of the week where we see how good you are at spotting when someone is lying to you just by listening to their stories. You know, are you a good judge of character? Can you tell? when someone is spoofing you or not joining us now this evening from Dublin based four nights racked up several hundred thousand streams online with their latest music millions of views on TikTok has been playlisted all over the world from uh, uh, four nights Tommy Buckley sir what's the crack how are you still here now I'm not going to lie we've had a huge amount of messages coming in here guessing which one is the lie and I don't know if there is a a running theme here going on where, you know, everyone's kind of saying the same thing. They're not. But Simon agrees with me. Simon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. So you think number three is the lie? Yeah, yeah, I go with number three, yeah. Now, Simon, what's uh, nudging you to number three? Uh, just just have a feeling, that's all. Nothing uh, really. Nothing really standoutish. Right, uh, Tommy, again, briefly give us the three stories you have. Okay, so when I was eight, my neighbor had this dog that I was obsessed with and um, he had a reputation for nipping and biting people. And uh, one day I got a little bit too close to his face and he bit my face uh, quite badly and I had a scarred face for my communion and then the dog was put down, which I got the blame for. Story number two, when I was 10, I got obsessed with the idea of having a treehouse and convinced my parents or I was convinced that my parents were going to give me a treehouse for my 11th birthday. Um, turned up at the house one day and there was a bunch of bricks and I assumed that this was for the treehouse. So yeah. I jumped up on the said pile of bricks happily and uh, ended up falling and tearing open the back of my leg. And story number three is uh, I was 16 at a disco, an Irish underage disco, and got sucker punched in the face and 
10 years later, this was the cause of me losing my smell and taste. So you, Sergio, mm. are agreeing with Simon. I am, yeah. So you don't think the don't losing think... this... No. I don't think that that's true. Now, in saying that, I'm now wondering, is story number two the lie? Reason being, I think at 10, going on 11, you might know that a treehouse is not made with bricks. I don't know. And I just feel like he skimmed past that story out of the three of them. The only thing that's keeping me with number three is that I don't believe that 10 years later you're going to lose your, your smell and your taste. Right, okay. Uh, Simon, have you ever been sucker punched at an underage disco? Uh, no. Okay, no. that's good. Si- Simon is not like you two. I hang on a second. You're just standing there. <laughs> out of, out of, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't provoking anyone. and got viciously attacked. All right, Simon, hang on the line there if you can for a second. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's kind of split. Um, let me see. There's a lot uh, coming in for number one, actually, to be um, honest. If try that's a terrible lie. Two is a lie that comes in from I don't know who that's in, but the first person there is saying two. Darla said number one. Is this from our friend? Oh, Babs, what's the story, Babs? Uh, the first one is a lie, so she's going with the dog being put down. Number three is a lie. Comes in from. Matty, what's the story, Matty? How are things? If two was false, he would have said wood and not bricks. Okay, that's uh, from Alan. Right. There's a lot of people trying to digest. Right, right, right. Okay. Are you sticking with what you were initially going with, Sergio? Are you changing yeah, your mind? No, I'm going to stick with uh, number three. I'm going to stick with number one, Simon. Uh, Simon, are you, are you sticking? Are you, you want to stick with number three as well? Or you yeah, I'll, to I'll change? stick with number three, yeah. All right, yeah, okay. we're staying together now. Right. Okay, uh, Tommy. Before you reveal which one isn't um, isn't true, will you tell us? Obviously, two of the stories actually did happen. Will you tell us two? Uh, w- tell us one of the stories. Just reveal one of the stories that's one hundred percent true and did happen. Yes, uh, and I think I, I wasn't going to leave with this one, but I am because it just got a couple of people wondering there. Uh, story number three is completely true. <gasps> Unfortunately, uh, I have no sense of smell and taste, and this is down to the lining of my nose being. Um, messed up from a punch. Oh my no. God, Tommy. Yeah. It's, and here's it's, me and Cormac uh, saying, yeah. why would you be bothered if you can't bloody smell and taste anything? <laughs> God's sake. Yeah, oh no, no. It's it, In fairness, I'm not like a food connoisseur. Never was. Well, I know a lot be. of people that it would hurt a lot more than me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's funny. It, it, like if I do a bit of exercise, if I go for a run or if I'm, um, I don't know, if there's like, you know, if my heart rate's up, and I need air intake more, I'll get little hints of smell, but it'll be gone in five minutes. Wow. That is so messed up. Yeah. Simon, um, mm. I didn't think that one was going to be uh, true 100%, but listen, there you go. Apologies. Unfortunately, yeah. he, he's filled a lot of us all this right. evening. So listen, thanks for popping on, all right? Thank you. No worries, sir. Sorry, Simon. <gasps> we're, we're out of the game. You're out of the game. I'm still in it, though, because I said the dog story. That's mad, though. Right? So you, can they do anything for that? Can they help restore your smell ever? Or... Do you, or um, yeah, I'm like I'm on I'm on medication at the minute. Like um, every day, like I take antihistamines. I'm on a spray. Like I've been to see two ENTs, and the kind of consensus, general consensus, is that yes, they can operate on me, but what will happen is it'll just develop again. So like I might be six no. months. Yeah. 
So wow. hey, hey, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with it, Tommy. Thing. I don't care. I'm, I'm not okay with it this at all. This is my cousin. My cousin's an ENT. Oh, really? Get them on the so line I there know, now. I know. Get, get them over. But hang on. Does this... I'm just... So many questions. Do you know the guy who did it to you? I do. I know his name, yeah. I don't like. I don't know him personally, but I know what his name is, yeah. And uh, have you ever thought I'm about... I'm not going to say it. <laughs> well, no, on don't line number two. <laughs> hey, imagine that. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering, did you ever say it to him? Could you, ever, could you sue him? Um, no. Did you ever, did you ever get <laughs> yeah. revenge? Did you ever exact revenge on him? No, no. Different town. He oh, was like, yeah, yeah. 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 Did, Big, he... tough guy. I just didn't want to go near him. <laughs> didn't want to go there. I didn't want to open is, that can of worms. That's, that's <laughs> awful. My God. And did they say that if you had had that kind of looked at at the time that it would have saved this happening to you um, later? I, yeah, that's an interesting question. I've never like... That, I've never thought about that. Um, well, possibly. that'll depress you now for a Tuesday. Yeah, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe if you'd gotten it looked at now 10 years ago. sounded like ago. his mother. I told <laughs> you to check that out now, Tommy, and you didn't. And now you can't smell my lovely yeah. cooking and you've ruined it. God. Oh, well, fingers crossed it comes back and they can fix it. Fingers crossed, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it could. Like, they're, the, the ENT said if I keep on the medication they could shrink and it could come back. So I'm hopeful every day. But at the minute, I have zero. Well, think of the benefits. You don't have to smell BO. You don't have to smell disgusting things. Guinness farts Guinness are farts, not an yeah. issue for you at all. No. <laughs> but then you don't know and if I, you're I, stinking. I live with a guy that's um, an expert in those. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's the only way. You don't know if you're stinking. You know, sometimes you, you do the old fake, I'm scratching my nose into the armpit, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, I stink. Um, you, you wouldn't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it's, yeah, you get kind of over... Over cautious. Yeah, you yeah. probably smell great, Tommy. Too much perfume, mm. and people are like, "Jesus, you you stink of like yeah, whatever deodorant or you know, cologne right. or whatever." Um, right. Okay. So um, he, he punched in the nose at an underage disco, and now the smell has ruined. So that leaves either the dog getting put down after it bit you and scared you for your holy communion, or tearing your leg off uh, a pile of bricks going through the uh, treehouse phase when you were ten. Which story is yeah. not true? The story that isn't true is the treehouse story and my leg. Oh, my gut was going with that one and I said no. So that means you did put a dog down as a kid. Yeah, and it was, yeah, quite a a traumatic experience looking back, yeah. Because I got, got, like, the blame, the guy whose dog, the guy who owned the dog, we're friends now and everything's fine, like, no hard feelings or whatever but at the time he wasn't the guy that punched very, you in the underage disco was he? actually <laughs> yeah he wasn't oh, the guy that punched you no? that'd be brilliant <laughs> oh god. my god yeah well in fairness look that had to be done end of I mean if it wasn't going to be you bitten it was going to be someone else so yeah and in fairness like dog like it wasn't the fir- it wasn't like an isolated incident he had he'd actually bitten my sister like a couple of weeks before that um so as I said, he was on tender hooks at the time. Yeah. Um, Are you sure you just didn't provoke yeah. the dog? See, this was the thing. This is like when I was in school, there was these stories going around, people saying that I was like pulling at the dog's hair. Like people made this up like, and it wasn't true. But to my to my knowledge, like I, it was just the fact that I went really close to his face. I was like rubbing him, like probably a bit maybe too harsh or something like up against like his head. And he just went, grabbed on it. Like I remember being able to see into the dog's That's like hilarious. mouth, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. Do you, did you yeah. develop a fear of dogs after that? No, strangely, no, oh, not afraid of dogs. All right. That's all right. Yeah, no. that's good. Yeah. 
Now it was it it was like it, maybe it was the fact that the dog was quite small. It wasn't like a big, you know, yeah, like yeah, it wasn't a Rottweiler or an Alsatian. It wasn't or something a, like, that. Right, like it wasn't a scary dog. Like, yeah, you know, and that's it. I can't remember exactly what the breed was, but it was a small dog. So. Now listen, I'm I'm really oh. sorry about this, but like in my head now, you're always going to be known as Tommy the dog killer. Oh, stop it! <laughs> just bring up all these childhood traumas again. I'm just like. Hey, That's Tommy. horrible thing to say. He's not Tommy the dog killer. I, that would be a great name for a band as well. The dog Tommy was and the a dog killer. killers. Tommy and the dog killers. <laughs> the dog would have killed him. Uh, maybe, maybe. God. So, did you need any stitches for that? By the way, when the dog bit you in the face? No, no. I was very lucky not to know. Could have lost an eye. They gave me a, like a tetanus shot or something. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I can't remember, but yeah, my my mother wasn't too pleased now when I was looking a bit like I had been in a fight right before my. Communion. I know the well, communion day was a big deal. Yeah, huge deal. Mm-hmm. But at least you technically won that fight, one hundred percent. You did, in fairness. Yeah. You know, it's like the dog yes. ain't coming back from that. You're like, see you now. You're in the ground, right? Amazing. So that is the uh, the fake story. Is the treehouse one, and you were involved in a dog attack and a punch. A very violent past. It sounds like you had Tommy, <laughs> but I hope you're a more a man of peace, peaceful ways now. Anyway, but listen, before we let you go, we appreciate you coming on. If you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Tommy Buckley from uh, Dublin-based Four Nights. He's been releasing uh, music all through the lockdown. Uh, it's obviously been very, very successful for you over the last while. I think a lot of musicians who are bothering their backside are churning a lot of really good stuff out at the moment, and it's kind of a good place for people to put their head down and get some music out. But uh, if someone wants to connect, find your music, have a listen to you, where is the best place they should go? Uh, anywhere like Spotify, Apple Music to stream us, like anywhere on YouTube. Um, and it's four nights, as in like not three days, four nights. And um, on social media, then everything, Instagram, Twitter, the usual places. And my handle is I am four nights uh, across the board. Brilliant. Yeah. I am four nights. You can go find that on whatever social media platform you're on right now. Go stream uh, the latest Grow So Cold and keep your dog away from him or who knows might happen in the future. <laughs> Listen, uh, Tommy, thanks a million for popping on, all right, and sharing those traumas with us here on the show. And we will chat you again soon. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Take it easy, sir. Bye, 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 bye. Wow. I love that. They're intense. Yeah, very intense. But a good, good to have a theme going. Yeah, trauma, injury and violence. Yes. I do like it indeed. So listen, go follow Four Nights. I am Four Nights across the board on social media, wherever you're streaming your music from as well. Still to come on the show, Control, Alt, Delete. Elon Musk has got fry, fl- frying cars. No, he's got flying cars that he wants to develop. And also, there may be a cure for hangovers on the way. Uh, a proper cure, not just a BS like hot chicken roll afterwards cure. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. She loves it so much. She did love it so much. That's exactly what it is for me. <laughs> Thanks, a Adele. special gift for you. Yeah, very, very special gift. Uh, on the way at 11 o'clock, control, alt, delete. Uh, there's a few stories in there about today's tech today, about tomorrow, the future's tech. But anyway, there's a story in there about hangover cures. We may have an actual scientific hangover cure. Remember, never, ever, 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 ever drink, ever at all. And just say your prayers and go to bed by 9 o'clock and then it'll be job done. But just in case you know someone who's living a sinful life who might be hungover, there may be a uh, scientific a bit of help on the way we'll chat about that as well and after 11 o'clock the inventor of the Sophia human humanistic robot the most human-like robot in the world this person or this robot I should say has got citizenship in Dubai it sits on the UN Council and it once declared it wants to destroy all of mankind and humanity the inventor of that doll is going to be on after 11 o'clock tonight as well so do be sure to tune in for that 
uh, as well. Now, um, Neighbours from Hell. Yes, Neighbours from Hell. I've wanted to talk about this for so long. So I used to have a neighbour who, um, okay, fair enough. He was in his 60s. He was recently single. And I think he just wanted a bit of company, but didn't realise at the time I was 25. Right, okay. Now, I was single too, but I was living in the third floor apartment. He was living in the first floor apartment. And he used to knock up randomly and ask me things like, you know, 11 o'clock at night, banging on the door, and I'd open and How did he say, know where you lived? Because he was in the same apartment block as me. But you said, was you you were on the... I was on the third. There's only 11 apartments in the but was, complex. But at three different floors? Yeah. So, But how did he know you weren't on the second floor? Oh no, there's four... Sorry, there's 12 apartments, so there's like... Four, eight, twelve. Yeah, but I mean, so there's three floors. Oh, like I'd known him. I'd known him for like a year. And did you tell him you were up You'd on the third floor? Like, out, I just like... wanted to just stalk you upstairs one day. How yeah, did he know you were on the third actually, floor? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, I never actually did tell him. But anyway, he figured out where I lived or whatever and called up one night at 11 o'clock asking me, did I have an onion? Right? Now, an onion at 11 o'clock at night. And that was a time that I was getting up early to go to work. Mm, yeah. Like, don't be waking me up. I wasn't asleep. But like, don't be knocking in <laughs> at 11pm. So then I said no. He came back the next week and asked me, did I want to hang out sometime? How old was he again? I'd say 60. You're just being ageist. You, you know, you're just discriminating. Well, he had a 24 year old man. child. So he okay. was definitely like 60. Maybe he wanted a little playmate for his he did. child. No, no, he didn't. His child lived in Spain. Uh, no, definitely not. But anyway, so that was the first neighbour. And that was fine. He moved yeah. out. Oh, Grant. Happy days. Got a new neighbour. Recently enough now, right? This guy decides to play the piano every single day oh, from 11am, really loud, 11am, doesn't stop on weekends until maybe midnight. So last Saturday, I had to write him a note. Oh, you didn't. And I put it under his door and I said, can you please stick to the guidelines that are set out for this <laughs> apartment block? Yeah, and I said, no noise after 10pm. Oh, it's now midnight. No. Can you stop? But what happens if his creative, you know, juices only start flowing late at night and he gets in the zone and he just has to bang it out and go, yeah. Can you not wear headphones? Uh, maybe he's got a beautiful grand piano, an old school one where you can't wear headphones. But noise rises. So I'm upstairs trying to watch Netflix, trying to watch a film, trying to relax on a Saturday. And all I hear is this classical is music. Is he any good? Yeah, but it's classical music. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Would you not appreciate the man for his amazing music? No. That you live in an apartment block where on, on late at night on Saturdays you get to be put to sleep by someone playing you live classical music. That would cost you thousands. Now, because I come home from the show later than midnight yeah. during the week, I walk upstairs, he's on the second floor and the door's always open off his apartment, right? Now, this oh, guy sorry. is also very old. Whack of illegal substances. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What's he doing after 12, living on his own? It sounds like he is living the dream. I'll be honest with you, sir. It's really, it's really scary. I'm not going to lie. So. And have you ever, have you ever talked to this guy? No. And he's one of these people that won't talk to you. He'll right. say hi and then walk by and that's mm. the end of it. Yeah. So you can't even get to know him. Can't even suss him. But I didn't put my number when I wrote the so letter. So you gave so him an anonymous know. threat. Anonymous threat. Yeah. He didn't stop though. Oh, he's still that doing was it? The, that was the worrying thing. Sunday he did the same bloody thing. Oh, that's he annoying. He doesn't care. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Can you do anything about that? Can you actually mm, ring the guards? N- is there uh, mm, uh, noise I pollution? I think they have like, things to be doing at the moment. But 
I lived when I uh, I lived in the place I was before, just off the Navan Road, Boher Nahuiva, mm. and uh, kind of apartment housing complex. But all the backyard, load of the backyards, obviously backed onto each other. And then new neighbours moved in behind us, and they had no jobs. Um, and they didn't oh, yeah. have any jobs, but they were having a great time on a Tuesday. I'm talking about the time of their life on a Tuesday. Oh, okay. There's like 20 people over one Tuesday night and just blaring music all out the back garden, having having cans, drinking and having a laugh. And everyone around them screaming out their window at like yeah. half 10, 11 o'clock going like, shut up, it's a Tuesday. Like, oh, that's um, not good. And being re- re- really awkward. Um, but my, my, my mother was saying, speaking about the smell, that her next door neighbour... Next door, she's in a small apartment block, mm. and the person across the hall from her, the smell, and she can't decide whether it's incense that smells like oh yeah weed or it's actual weed, but yeah. it's so strong. Yeah, so strong. It's probably weed because my neighbor is doing the exact same thing, and I just don't understand it. Now it has only started since lockdown. I will uh, say that with his weed, but the, the piano playing, the piano has, playing been has been going forever. Yeah, but um, now I'm not trying to I'm not trying to diminish your lived experience and how traumatic it must be but I guarantee you there's someone listening who has got way worse neighbours like way worse neighbours yeah like psycho crazy you really wish you weren't living their neighbours as in have you ever moved out of somewhere because the neighbours are so bad that's what I always worry about moving into new places like if you know if you're going to rent somewhere I'm always like should you Airbnb the room for a couple of days just to kind of get the sus of the place I know and I can't imagine there's it must be so heartbreaking right that if you were to ever buy a house, you know, we'll never buy a house, don't worry about it. No. <laughs> just, just saying, right? Our, the generation above us who bought a house, imagine you bought a house, you saved up all of your savings and, you know, you're broke for five years or whatever it was and you're going to struggle now for a few more and you buy what you think is your first home, your dream house and you realise that your neighbours are just scum. And that they just, and it doesn't matter where you are, they're just they're horrible, people. horrible neighbours. Yeah. I just wonder, if, if you're listening to us right now, like, what's your neighbour's situation been like? Have you ever been beside living living a hell beside neighbours who just don't care and what are some of the worst things that they have ever done while you've been living beside them because you know you, you, you hear stories and you're like ah no come on now that can't be too bad I know the, the loud noise playing piano at night at least it's not um, like screaming death metal that they're blasting out at two in the morning yeah you know? in fairness that would really irritate me or a brothel at least they're not running a brothel out of an I apartment block somewhere I don't actually know there's oh? a lot of people that go in and out of there that are way <laughs> younger than him no, there I swear to God, yeah, the, like that's a that's a whole different story for a different night. <laughs> yeah. I, like, is your neighbour running a brothel out of their apartment there block? Let is us know. No noise, bar the piano playing, but there's definitely people coming and going. Now I don't know if they're doing Airbnb. I'm not sure what they're up to, but like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Right, um, drop us a message. Just if you've ever, you know, lived beside an absolutely disgustingly horrible neighbour. Just and made your life an absolute living hell where you were crying yourself to sleep every night. It was just insane stress and it, you had to wind up moving or getting out there. Or maybe you're living right beside them right now and it's just absolute hell. Let us know the worst situation you've ever been in with your neighbours. 087-67-97104. Does a dwarf loud noise and piano playing late at night? Is it something far worse? We'd love to know. We'll keep you anonymous as well. Won't get you in any more trouble. But let us know your neighbours uh, from hell stories. 087-67-97104. Joel Curry on the way next with Sorry It's F. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. For Control Alt Delete on the way at 11, but now we're just talking about your neighbours that have just absolutely done your head in over the years. 
suppose you call them uh, neighbours from hell the type of people that make you want to just leave and move and we've all had them over the years but let us know the worst situations you've ever found yourself in 0876797104 Mark good evening Mark has sent us in a message saying um, the house behind me when we were growing up let's say there were a passionate Italian couple living there I love that passionate Uh, and who argued every single day and on the worst days plates would be thrown out the back garden (gasps) and smashed against the wall oh dear yeah. Oh dear God, that's not good. Now, I've probably been an awful neighbour at times with angry people that lived with me. Right, but that, did you ever get to smashing stuff against a wall? Uh, that was never me. I was very calm and collect. But other people liked slamming doors and slamming things <laughs> against walls and stuff. So yeah, that's imba- that's even more embarrassing when you're the neighbour that people are going. Like I remember a neighbour pulled me aside one day and she's like, "Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, everything's fine. Why?" Because right. you can hear bloody everything that's going on. But, um, yeah. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Loud sex would be awkward, wouldn't it? Coming out of your room? No, no, no. I'm I'm oh. talking about other people. Like if you can hear people, yeah. you know, doing things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awkward. Yeah, uh, that's always a horribly like, awkward one, a difficult one. Um, I know someone that... Um, you know those apartments that are ba- like the bedroom is backed onto mm, their bedroom and yeah. it's a thin wall and you're just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's absolutely horrible. I know someone who had the... Uh, uh, person who lives at the end of a very small little lane small little road eight year old neighbour she lives on her own a bit of a your stereotypical crazy old lady yeah. crazy old cat lady kind of thing like me uh, yeah you are on track to being that <laughs> crazy psych- psycho old lady um, years time but she called uh, the guards oh yeah on them because oh, no, the guy didn't. had the girlfriend over so that was a breach of COVID so the guards were called to the door the neighbour called the neighbour called the guards I was like, good and the, they actually now. drove up and cards came, so they had to. I don't think they really did it, and I think they were like, just like, go home, stop being bold now. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, technically, if your girlfriend is over in your house, yeah, it is breaking. The well, rules I think at the moment there, you can have it? a bubble. Are you? I don't even know what the crack is. It's non-essential. All this stuff. Blah 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 blah. I don't know, but uh, you know that will be, yeah, that will be very annoying. A neighbor ratting you out. 
Yeah. Like about anything. Or you know those neighbours that are just nosy. I'm not a nosy neighbour. Curtain twitchers, as they call them. Yeah. The head of the wind, they're going, what's going on here I guess now? if you weren't working and you had nothing better to do, yeah. maybe, you know, it would pass the time. I don't know, but strange. Yeah. I live in an apartment block with my dog. I had an upstairs neighbour who always, who also had dogs. She gave them free reign, no control over them at all, and never cleaned up their mess in the communal garden. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, no. Uh, and other neighbours would see me with the dog and accuse me of it. Oh, no. She's gone now. Thank Jesus. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. In fairness, when it comes to me, I have a cat, obviously. You're not supposed to have animals in, in my apartment block, so. Oh, yeah. And she's very loud when she meows, so yeah. no doubt people have heard her. And sometimes I let her run around the communal area. Mm. So they've been they've been sound in that regard, but I really want to get a big giant dog, and I'm obviously not going to do that because I would hate if that neighbour decided to rat on me and then I had to get rid of it. It'd be awful. Yeah. Uh, Neighbours I have are too bad. There was one though a while ago during the middle of the last lockdown that there was a, they were having a massive screaming match in the garden, like oh, like, no. like proper. And it was worse as this, not worse, but I often find the Eastern European accent is much more aggressive yeah. sounding than like, it's not like a Swiss accent or, you know, a Nordic accent, which sounds whatever. The the thick, heavy Russian and Eastern European accents, they're just so like, whoa, whoa, you're like, yeah. oh my God, what's going on? Scream. Like they could have been saying they loved each other. Could have been saying they loved each other in a very romantic way, but it <laughs> sounded very aggressive. When I was looking out the window, I was curtain twitching for the whole day. I was like, oh my God. Now that's only, that's only a bit of once off. And then we have some other neighbours who like to do... Um, who like to get high in the car outside oh I remember those ones yeah and in fairness to them I I put my big boy pants on and asked them if they go around the corner because all of the weed was coming into our room and it, actually it happened an, an, uh, another day does does anyone know right have you had this can the smell like get into the attic right and then leak over into your house because they weren't outside and I came into the house last week and my house smelled of oh, ups, ups, upstairs smelled like uh, weed again and I was like, oh, that's really, really odd. And there was no one outside smoking around and there was no one around the corner. But I'm like, if you're living in a semi-detached house yeah. and they're doing it either upstairs or in their room, can it kind of leak in I, up through the ceilings and into your house? I don't know that answer. But I do know that uh, in the apartment block that I'm in, there was somebody that used to smoke a lot in the apartment before I moved into it. Mm, and the yeah. odd time I can smell it through the vents yeah. in the toilet. Like sometimes I get a whiff of like loads yeah. of smoke and I'm like, where is that coming from? Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, I couldn't care less that you're uh, doing it it's just the smell sometimes like, yeah, oh, for God's sake it's disgusting uh, my neighbours are the worst they always hire up the radio and it feels like they're at a rave Leila are you just jealous that you have not been invited to said rave see sometimes if you're living in, in like a housing estate where the houses are very what is it squashed together like mm. you know and the gardens are very tight together when you're out in your garden say on a nice day you can't even really have a conversation because if they're out in their garden they can hear everything you know, yeah. you can hear a pin drop nearly. I hate yeah. that. So that's a bit... Yeah. I don't have a garden, but... Yeah. I, I'm kind of not missing one when I can think about what could be, you know, like your fights. Like, they were probably having a fight thinking no one's hearing us. We're in the garden. Oh, and well, then you can no, hear no, they, they knew. You're oh. out on the road. There's no hiding, really, you know. Mm. Um, 87 If you want to drop us in a WhatsApp uh, or uh, on a text... We want to, if you don't want us to read your name on Happy Days, but let us know some of the terror that your neighbours have put you through over the years. Maybe you were the terror neighbour. You can admit it this evening now. No shame here. Just let us know. Maybe you're living beside neighbours at the moment and 
and you just cannot wait to move and they're just doing your head in to the point where you're like wow on top of lockdown and COVID everything else and now you've got these guys my god maybe they're giving you hard palpitations let us know uh, the craziest things that they have gotten up to over the years 0876797104 have you ever seen your neighbours bring in their shopping Dylan what 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 do you mean by that what do you mean Dylan yeah I've seen my neighbours bring in their shopping obviously it's not really an annoying thing to do no it's probably more annoying in an apartment block when there's people trying to get in and out and you're there with your 10 bags of shopping trying to bring it up the stairs but yeah um, oh this this could be juicy now <laughs> let me see this please keep me anonymous okay okay we have a young couple next door and they knocked in and asked for our Wi-Fi password. I was just like, uh, no. They said that they had run out of credit on their phone and needed Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. They might as well ask for your, your Netflix password you as might, well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow, that's so cheeky. Now, to the anonymous person who sent that in, right, that's, that's a little bit... That's ridiculous, isn't it? Ask about the Wi-Fi. Did they put their rubbish in your bins as well? They seem like the yeah, type of couple that would do that. Oh, that's bad. Dropping that around and kind of, uh, kind of, you know, that's just cheap, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't want to say fair enough. People, everyone's financial positions are different, but internet not that expensive between two people. No, you don't go, and even if right, you can't afford it, you certainly do not go and beg for your neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, and the fact that you said no, uh, no. <laughs> Right, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you've got a good story about the hell that you are being put through, living next door to just people that you really wish would move to an island somewhere on their own, let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one. You're listening to the Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM One Hundred Four. Joe Curry. Sorry, it's Cormac and Sergio here on Room 104. Remember, you can listen back to all of the shows in full. If you're going for your walkies tomorrow or on the weekend and would like something or someone to keep you company, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the usual places that you get your audio podcasts from. Just chatting about the horrible neighbours that you may have had to live beside over the years. Maybe you're living beside some now that are absolutely doing your head in. Sergio's elderly neighbour above, below you, next door to you? Below me, yeah. Just directly below me on the next floor is just a nightmare playing the piano at all hours and then smoking weed. Smoking the weeds in an apartment block, which, um, you know, I imagine that happens a lot. Like, usually I don't think you would mind, but if it's coming into your place and you're kind of like, wow, that's... You know, it's not, but, like, you can get the waff of it from, like, the second you open the main door. <laughs> and then you walk up the stairs, it gets progressively worse, and then he has the door open at 12. Are you going to rat on him? No. Yeah, but I just, I'm, I'm more terrified of him. Mm. You know, I'm suspicious of this yeah, neighbour. Yeah. So just, you can let us know if you've had a, a tormented time beside neighbours. Let us know what the crack is, because there's some psychos out there that unfortunately you have to live beside. Let us know what's the worst thing that they ever wound up doing to you, or are you experiencing from them. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. I had the devil incarnate next door. She turned her family against us and other neighbours. We had a foundation dug. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.